Welcome to the Lifting Lounge podcast. Join your hosts, Josh Parkin and Jack Buffery, as they give you the knowledge and the tools to take your physical and mental performance to the next level. Hi. Hi. Um, how are you, Jack? I'm good. I'm good. Why don't you do it? Wait, hold on. Before we get into this, why don't you just do a little rundown of what today's episode's about? Yeah, sure. Uh, today's episode's about being grateful. The current news is uh, 2024 reboots. Yeah, what's next? Um, then Fit Talk's going to happen. <laughs> and then study time <laughs> is about research on, on cardiovascular disease risk. <laughs> and the hot topic <laughs> is eight tips to increase your daily movement. Um, yeah, Josh Jack, how you just... doing? <laughs> I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Josh isn't just giving you uh, just a tip today, <laughs> he's giving you another eight tips after. But also, yeah. I'm looking forward to the fit talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. For, for anyone out there who may or may not use Google Docs with uh, with team members, you will know that you can write things in real time and see things instead of Messenger. So sometimes mm. me and Josh catch each other planning out our episodes and we decide to have a little fun and write things in that you can see in real yeah. time so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yes, Josh yes. is taking advantage of this right now I, <laughs> the reason I started recording so quickly is because he had something still written up that wasn't a legitimate fit talk <laughs> and now, now he's put something that's definitely not a legit it begins with it be, I'm actually I'm not going to say that um, but yeah it is quite funny um yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> good. I'm glad you're good. How's your morning been? What have you been up to? Training. Um, yeah, I haven't trained myself yet. I've, I'm doing that after we have finished recording because you've got to shoot off in a, in a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to train myself then. But, yeah, I've been training people. Um, I managed to have lunch in between a couple of clients. But, yeah, I've been on the go since 7 o'clock this morning. Uh, it's now quarter to three. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's good. Loving it's life, good. living the dream. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Although yeah, I was, go on. Well, I was gonna say I haven't plugged in my radiator yet, and I've got no heating in here, as you know. So it's a little bit freaking nips. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It can get a bit cold. I'm quite lucky in my house. I've been. Mm. What have I done today? I've been working. I've been chopping logs in the back garden with the axe. Oh, yeah, I love lovely. doing that. That's a fun yeah. thing to do, man. Mm. Yeah, just chopping away. It was good fun. Yeah, Did yeah. You have so, diet coke. Did you have a diet coke? And were you filming yourself in black and white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah, brother yeah. loves it. Uh, my brother loves. My brother lives in Australia. And he was. Um, he he works on the farms out there, and they've been having real bad fires out there at the moment. And um, I. Uh, he's been fighting fires because they've been having like the fires that are coming through the fields where they have to cut them off and they have these high pressure tanks on the back of utes as they call them on the back of the ute mm. mate um, and they've been fighting with that and I was like he was, I was like oh it sounds this is not frozen like it is here and he says yeah it's fucking hard work and I was like it's alright man get a diet coke get a couple of black and white pictures and show it to all the ladies on the beach. And then, you know, you're, you're yeah. good. I don't know what his missus will think of that, but I think it's a uh, yes. standard idea. So fuck it. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Excuse me. So, Josh. Yes. Sometimes I <laughs> struggle <laughs> to be grateful Yeah, for everything my tip can do. What should I do? Not much. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking short list. That. <laughs> wow. It's, it could be. A, it could be called a chode list. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
short and full of shit. Um, so <laughs> that's not what my chode is like. I don't know about yours. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, right. My tip for today, people, my fitness tip and just the tip is to be grateful. And what I mean by that is not just to stop being mopey and such shit out, is to try and come up with on a daily, my missus is brilliant at this and I, I something I need to get better at, is to actually either write down or tell somebody the things that you are grateful for each day. And that the reason for doing this is it does change your mindset into having a more positive outlook on things. And it's something that people don't do enough. Um, with the gratitude list, it's not, um, it doesn't have to be fucking deep and crazy. Like, I'm grateful for the feelings I have for people. I'm grateful for the connections I have with the world. No, it can be like, I. you can be grateful for the color fucking blue. You know, it doesn't matter. You can be grateful. I'm, Today, I'm grateful that I got to swing an axe at a piece of wood because it made me feel manly. (laughs) (laughs) I ate a steak earlier. I'm grateful for that. That was lovely. You know? Oh man, you're all the butch today, aren't you? Just chopping have, wood mate. and eating steak. This I, is. I, I did deadlifts I can... this morning, so I'm just Lucky full testosterone today. Uh, I, so can, I can literally. I'm. I'm getting anabolic just looking at you right now. It's. Yeah. It's actually amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm wearing a fucking <laughs> check shirt. I look, even look like a lumberjack. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I'm just grateful for that. So yeah, people try and try and implement that into your daily. I do that quite a lot with my clients. Um, online clients, we can set habit tests. And one of the habit tests that generally set people is items of gratitude, so free items of gratitude. Because having a positive mindset is going to help with your training as well. It's going to help you think positively about the gym, about the training, and about the results you're getting from it. So yeah, try Mm. and be grateful. So Jack, what are you grateful for today? I am grateful for something... two things that have happened in the last 48 hours neither of which i can really mention on the podcast uh, but you <laughs> are aware of both um yes. <clears throat> yeah i've had some interesting meetings um and one other thing i'm grateful for <clears throat> excuse me um every single morning i work in a very beautiful location and Ooh. whatever else is going on, wherever else it's happening, I look at that place and I've got to admit, still to this day after three years, it still blows my mind on mornings like this Ooh. as well because it is stunning. So that is another thing I am grateful for as well. Um, but yeah, Josh, to be honest, this is something I struggle with. It is one of the Ooh. most repeated things that I hear in all of my personal development stuff that I've ever done have a um, have a gratitude list or write mm-hmm. down something. It's the same with journaling. This and journaling for me, and those two are usually mm. combined, the gratefulness and the journaling. They're the two things that I just, I, I don't ever do. Uh, journaling I've tried numerous times, can't get on with it, which is fine. I can happily leave journaling to the side. It's not for everybody. So I'm, I'm not even fussed about doing that. Um, for some people it works. It works really well. And the gratitude is one that I probably should do. It's easy to do. And it doesn't take long at all. Like you say, it doesn't have to be some deeper, meaningful stuff. It can literally mm. be, yeah, you look out, you see a bird fly past your window. You can be grateful to see nature at work. Like it can be, it can, it can be anything like that. It can be, yeah, whatever you want to be grateful for. Uh, it doesn't have to yep. be something crazy. Yeah, exactly. And it, I, like I said, I struggle with it too. I don't know if it's just a bloke thing. 
Like, Maybe. I st- st- struggle to say that things are good. <laughs> but yeah, 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 fucking definitely. And every time I do it, I'm like, actually, no, I do feel bad for that. And and sometimes and, and it's, people it's perfectly go, understandable, well, isn't it? Like, wake up first yeah, thing yeah. in the morning, you're about to go to work, it's cold, it's dark, especially this time of year. Mm. What, are your, what are your thoughts? It's like, oh, fuck, I've got to mm. go to work. Like, why'd I have to be away? You're asking yourself negative questions instead of putting yourself in the mental space. But you can start the day with three things you're grateful for. It's going to put you in such a different headspace. Yeah. And also, if you've had a really bad day, right, if you've had a day that you consider has been really bad and stressful, then that's the real talent is to be able Mm. to find three things you're grateful for within a day that's been horrendous. Then Mm. you can go, oh, actually, maybe it's not been that bad because there is pockets of stuff that happen in a bad day that you feel good about. And so Mm. not everything is bad. So that I think that's where it becomes really, really useful. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And one thing I do worry about myself mm-hmm. is, is that I I am a big lover of systems, as you know. I like having a formula to everything. So, and the, like, this is not a real complaint. It's just a it's a self observation that I probably shouldn't even make until I've at least tried it. But I'm like, mm-hmm. right, okay, I've now got this go to list of about ten or twelve things I'm grateful for. I'm just gonna defer to three of those because I can pick them out yet. Yeah. So I, I think I would actually have to really cognizantly think about these these gratitude things every time i've done them otherwise i default to like to the same old thing every day but again that's part of the practice isn't it and it's making you it's making you notice things that you can be grateful for which i think is what the the lesson really is isn't it yeah definitely definitely is Mm. so anyway let's move on and we've got another geek corner today and um i found a list of all the 2024 movie reboots mm. that are coming out. So they're either reboots or remakes. Um, same thing coming out in 2024. And there's quite a few. I think it's like the year of fucking reboots. Wow, so okay. I'm going to give you the list and we're going to say what we fucking think of that. Um, um, we'll go through that. So first, actually, it's not that big a list. I thought it was bigger than what it was. Anyway, um, that's what she said. <laughs> first one I know you're really excited for. Um, and this is the remake of Mean Girls. This is uh, this is coming out <laughs> January the 12th. And um, that means it's out. Oh, it's already out. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, what am I on about? It's out. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I don't even know what Mean Girls is about. I haven't seen the original. I'll learn that is Emma Stone in it. You told me on New Year's when you were really drunk that Mean Girls was your favorite movie. I did. I apologize for my dishonesty on the podcast. It is my favorite ever movie. <laughs> um, however, has it got? Has it got? Um, is it Anne Hathaway? What's who's Catwoman? No, she wasn't in Mean Girls. It was fucking oh, was um, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, was it? Oh, God, I have got, I had Emma Stone in my head. I'm getting all the freaking wrong Lindsay stuff Lohan in my... Back. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Mm. Great. Mm. So, next, <laughs> um, there's a new Frankenstein movie coming out, but it's now, they've, instead of, they've gender-bent it, and it's Lisa Frankenstein, and she Isn't creates... it Angelina Jolie? No, it looks like, oh. so... Um, the Lisa director, the director is Zelda Williams, Robin Williams's daughter. Oh wow! Okay. 
Um, Catherine Newton, previously seen as Scott Lang's daughter in Ant-Man and the Wasp, stars as Lisa Swallow as a scientist who reanimates the handsome corpse she discovers, played by Cole Sprouse of Riverdale. So it's um, <coughs> fucking, yeah, Ant-Man's daughter is Frankenstein. What's her name? Her character name? Uh, <laughs> Lisa Swallows. Interesting. Okay. Um, that's all. I did you ever watch that last Frankenstein film with Aaron Eckhart, the guy from um, Dark Knight? I think it's called uh, Frankenstein or something like that. And they turned into like nah. some superhero thing. Uh, I didn't either. I was just curious if you'd watched it or not. Yeah. It seems like one of those did, like underworld B movie type things. Did you watch the one with um, fucking Daniel Radcliffe in? Oh, the one in the jungle. Is that is it that? Oh no! no. Oh yeah, what was the actual... that? Oh, let me just look. Frankenstein. He played think... Eagle, didn't he? Oh no, did yeah, he play Eagle. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did play Eagle. Um, I think he did. But Frankenstein movies. Let's look. See what if I was can find... that? That wasn't the no. I can't remember what that was. I remember seeing him as Eagle, but I haven't got a clue what freaking film it was. I just looked at. Okay, this is another black. Here we go. Oh no! <laughs> twenty best Frankenstein movies. Here we go. Number twenty, Blackenstein. <laughs> Doctor Stein injects DNA solution into an African American. Multiple amputee. Oh, fuck's sake. Why? Why? Just what, what the, the absolute hell? Uh, Rocky Horror oh, Picture Show is about Frankenstein. I didn't know that. Uh, no, I did not know that. Um, um, Frankenweenie. Uh, I'm trying to find. Edward Scissorhands is about Frankenstein. Swiss Army Man? No, Victor Frankenstein, it was called. And it had, oh yeah, nah. I do remember watching it. It had um, James McAvoy in it as well. Yes, I have seen it. I cannot remember anything about it. Mm. It came out in 2015. So it's like, yeah, nah. nine years old. There you go. Um, so... Those two I'm not really that interested in. Next one I am interested in. Roadhouse. Yes. Yes. Jake Gyllenhaal is jacked in it. Conor McGregor's in it. And obviously on gear, it just looks like it's yeah. going to be fun, man. Yeah. And it's a, <coughs> he's a he's a former USC fighter. Becomes a bouncer at Florida nightclub. He'll be joined by mm-hmm. actual USC fighter. Um, who we are using Conor McGregor. Um, yeah. It looks... Uh, well, who knows if it's going to be any good. But Have fucking, you ever I, seen the original Roadhouse? No. <laughs> so it's it Patrick terrible? Swayze. It's terrible, but in a really amazing way. Um, although there is a good mindset lesson in it as well, which I'm not going to spoil here, but it's, it's quite interesting. It's said in the most aggressive way about someone's mum, but it is an interesting way. Um, but no, so basically Patrick Swayze is the main guy in it. And it, if, as far removed from an MMA person you can be in the realms of martial arts, he practices Tai Chi every day. But he uses said Tai Chi at the end to rip someone's throat out. So it's actually quite nice. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's, uh, it's, it is a fun film that I haven't seen in way too long. But it's it follows one of those trends of like 80s films did where you get the normal everyday life where some weird shit happens. Then all of a sudden it just goes fucking batshit crazy and people start dying left, right and center. You're like, okay, all right, I can get on board yeah. of this. This is just like no repercussions in a little town in America. We should do a movie night where we watch like terrible... Um... But awesome, like eighties fight movies. Does that? What's yes. the Van Damme one? Um, Which one? <laughs> Bloodsport, Kickboxer. The one with Bloodsport. 
<laughs> I love yeah. that film. That is on Prime at the moment. Yeah. I keep on going past it thinking, yeah, you're yeah. on my list again, you man. Just do that a marathon a of them one night and just watch a yes. bunch of those movies. I am well <laughs> up for that. So, turns out f- f- The Fall Guy, the one with Ryan Reynolds in, is actually a remake of an 80s oh, TV no show. Oh, way. Okay, yeah. interesting as well. Yeah, who's a, a stuntman who also works as a bounty hunter. Um, that was the 80s TV show. Um which Lee Majors played a stuntman. I don't know who Lee Majors is. You might know. Who did? Sorry, I was coughing. I didn't hear that. Uh, Lee Majors. Oh, right. Okay. Who is the original four guy? Oh, I know that guy. He's the bad guy from um, Mission Impossible. Back uh, in the day. No, that's not. No, you're thinking no, of. Um, no, you're I'm thinking, thinking of Jolie's dad. Yeah, um, I'm thinking of manager. Oh, he's been in shitloads of movies. He's a six million dollar man. Oh. Well, he's been the full in... guy, the bionic woman, the big valley, the return of six mil, renegades. Okay. Yeah, he's been in a few things, but yeah, yeah. mostly before Bionic my Ever After. Wow. <laughs> what wow. a name for a movie. Hmm. Yeah. Ben 10, Race Against Time. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> next, Garfield, the, the Garfield movie. There you go. Yeah, Chris see... Pratt getting his voiceover game on yet again with another iconic again. character. Mm. Nice. Yeah, How Chris do we Pratt feel is, about um... Chris Pratt getting into the voiceover game? It doesn't bother me. I I quite enjoyed the Mario Brothers film. For me, it wasn't like a blockbuster. I know it made done well. It made over like one and a half billion, I think. Um, but um, I, I didn't mind mm. it. But for me, it just seemed like a an overly long TV show episode, which I think I said before. Um, I've seen the trailer for the Garfield movie. It's not quite hitting mm. the same notes as what Bill Murray did, but I still reckon it's, it's going to be good. It'll be fine. Mm. It's got to be better than the the real life ones that came out like over the last like decade or so. They were shit. I loved yeah. Garfield when I was a kid. Like seriously, yeah, oh yeah. I've got all. I've got like on my bookshelf the other side of this wall here. I've probably got at least a dozen Garfield books. Um, like just um, just books full of the comic strips. Fucking loved them. Oh, well, there you go. Mm. Um, ne- well, there's two others that I don't know. So Speak No Evil, um, which is apparently a Danish horror, is a, it was a horror movie. And The Amateur, which is um, a book. Um, Not heard of either of them. No. But Nosferatu, they're redoing. Oh, yeah. Who's in that? Uh... It's um, fucking Bill. Um, I think Bill Skarsgård is in it. Interesting. So. Eggersbeen's vision skill with the help of Nicholas Holt as Jonathan Harker, um, Lily Rose Depp as his wife, Ellen, and Willem Dafoe as Van Helsing replacement. Interesting, because I've never watched Nosferatu. I did not know Nosferatu and Dracula were the same story, um, mm. which I guess has got to be if it's got Harkers and <coughs> whatever you have Van Helsing in it. So that's yeah. that's interesting. Um, so I'm, I'm Bill Skarsgård as Count Orlock. Hmm. I've never seen the original. I've heard it's 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 great, but I'm not sure if that's from people who are like hmm. um make a movie bus. Yeah, and like the old style hammer style films and stuff. It's, hmm. I'm if I hear good things I'll watch it, but it's not something I'll rush out to see. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you never know, it might be it might be really good. They're also doing Biker Guys from Mars again. <laughs> Yes, as a live action film, when Ryan, yeah. I think Ryan Reynolds is attached to it in some capacity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be amazing. Uh, Gargoyles is another one, but I don't know if that's this year. In fact, I don't know if no. Biker Mice is this year either. I don't um, think Biker Mice is this year. But, I mean, 
Um, just coming off a of last episode, I think the most exciting movie coming out this year is The Beekeeper. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, The Beekeeper. I, I don't know. Was it was the the baker out earlier this year? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I I really haven't yeah. got a clue. Um, so just to, just to go off reboots and remakes a second. Have you watched the new Transformers film yet? The new Transformers? No, I haven't. Is it? Primal. What's it on? Is is it on Prime? Uh, no, it is on uh, Paramount Plus. Um, I get. I use my brother's one. Uh, don't arrest me. Um, but yeah, it's. So we watched it the other day. Do you mind spoilers? Because you know all Transformers films are pretty much the same. Yeah. No. Go for it. Okay, so if you don't want spoilers, shut your ears for the next 30 seconds. So at the end of it, at the end of that, mm-hmm. he go, the, the main guy goes in and um, he's offered a job with someone. And as he hands him his business card, I thought it was going to be the government agency that's in the first one. I can't remember Sector yeah, 9 yeah, yeah. or whatever it's called. But no, he hands him a business card. And what is on the business card? G.I. Joe. Oh, so they're doing oh that yeah. Again. There's going to be a G.I. Joe and Transformers crossover, which is going to be the next film, apparently. So, yeah, we'll see. I haven't seen the second G.I. Joe, and I haven't seen that latest one from Snake Eyes that came out either. But I mm. did not like the first one. In fact, it's that one that made me not like um, Channing Tatum because I just thought he was mm. shockingly terrible in it. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I didn't like him in that. And... um yeah, it took me until I watched Twenty One Jump Street before I actually liked Channing Tatum in anything. So, um, uh, yeah, Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum's best role is from This Is the End. I can't remember it. Oh yeah, isn't he like a little um, gimp? He's the gimp. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember now. He's just been walked around on a leash. Who's got him? Who's walking him around? I can't remember. A fucking what's he called? Um, what is he called? David? Oh. Let me just look it up. This is the end. Cast. Uh, Danny McBride has got Danny McBride. Yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Oh, funny. Uh, I, what I do like about Channing Tatum now, especially, he is um, he's not afraid to take the piss out of himself, which I really no. enjoy. I, I like it. And um, that film he's in with Daniel Radcliffe and oh, what's her name? Um, shit. Why can't I remember her name? In Demolition Man. And miscongeniality and Bird Box. Oh, Sandra fucking... Bullock. Sandra yeah, Bullock. Yeah. yeah, they were in a film called The Lost City. And I, I just thought it was fun. It was funny and fun. Yeah. And he, um, so Brad Pitt had a cameo in that. And then he had a cameo in Bullet Train with Brad Pitt as well, which is quite funny. So, yeah, oh. it is good. Yeah, I, um, I want to watch Bullet Train. Apparently, it's really good. I watched most of it, but then I think Kimberly lost interest. So I still need to watch the last half. I need to watch a whole lot mm. again because this was like six months ago. So yeah. yeah. But it did cement my idea that Aaron Taylor Johnson should be the next Bond. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Although he'll have to cut his hair. Um, yeah. Right. Well, let's move on to Fit Talk. Um, Jack, I just thought I'd ask <laughs> you how your training's going, mate. Uh, how's that going? How's your training been? What have you been up to? Any? How did the, because you did two weeks of old carnivore diet as well. How did that go? So let's get a little update of um, Jack's carnivoreness and his I training. I think I brought this up on the last episode. That Obviously, it was my birthday the day before yesterday. And mm. I had a massive meal 
which was my first full carb, like no, not worried about anything thing in the world. And that was a mistake because I went in hard mm. with that with a dessert as well. And Jesus Christ, did my guts know about that? Um, and yeah, that was, that was interesting, but I felt great on that. I've actually only eaten that way today as well. I've had some nuts, uh, but I am going to go either today or on Saturday. I won't have time tomorrow, Friday. I'm going to go pick up some um some fruits and veggies and stuff like that and i am going to start reintroducing that again i've got quinoa and mm. sweet potato already so probably tomorrow maybe even tonight i'll have i'll start introducing some of that in terms of my training i'm back to a six day split i was doing the half hour booster sessions but excuse me um again because i was ill over the winter it, i just needed a bit of a reset so i'm taking it i'm just going into it and i'm on a strength training block at the moment which isn't really strength training it's just more i'm using it more as heavy movement practice and then yeah in three weeks i'm moving up to a bit more of a bodybuilding standard kind of thing for the next 12 and then i didn't get my treadmill which peeved me off because the guy messaged me half hour before i was going to pick up and say oh, i just plugged in it's tripped the electric in the house three times so it's broken i was like oh, oh man no. so i still need to get a treadmill uh at the moment it's frozen enough for me to actually go outside and run which is which i might start doing but the weather is supposed to change massively this weekend and people might be saying oh you pussy don't let that put you off it's only wet i don't mind running in the wet however usually after i go for a run i then have to stand around for another two to three hours feeling cold and wet because i have to pt straight after it so mm. yeah i'm just looking for a way to fit more cardio into my life easily but other than that it's going really well i'm looking forward to building my shoulders back up because they got small over christmas so that needs to just need that width there again and because um aren't you going to be doing a 10 mile multi-terrain race as well yes yeah 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 i'm gonna yeah. be doing that which is exactly why i want a goddamn i want to start running and get a um get a, get mm. a, a treadmill and kimberly's also doing although this is until august or September, Kimball is doing a marathon hike as across the north coast of Cornwall as well. So oh, yeah, wow. um, for Macmillan. So yeah, it's it's going to yeah. be we're both doing a cardiovascular stuff. So yeah, I, I need to start training. That's in April, isn't it? So Jesus Christ, I really need to start training. Yeah, yeah no, I just literally looked at the uh, looked at that because I was like, oh, I never actually said if I was going to do it or not. But it's the day after my birthday, and um. Rachel wants to take me away for that weekend, so I might not be here. Oh, uh, I bet you're well gutted about that. Such a fucking shame, <laughs> that, isn't it? Yeah, it's you can listen as if you're not watching this, you just see the smile on Josh's face right now with the knowledge that he's not going to be here. <coughs> so, so, such a, so, yeah. oh, fuck. Oh, really sad about yeah, it. no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We're also going away. No, actually, scratch that. I'm not going to say another word. I'll tell you after, actually, Josh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Good. Um, so, yeah, so you're going to be running a bit of strength training and just paleo now then, I guess, is your goal. Paleo is what I'm shifting to, but again, like I'm not being so strict that it, that it interferes with my life. For instance, we're going out for dinner this weekend. I'm going to eat whatever the fuck I want. Um, so it's it's social. Yeah, Josh knows where, where we're going and I haven't got a clue because it's my birthday and it's a surprise. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I honestly don't know. So I'm just going to eat whatever I want at the weekends if if the opportunity like reveals itself. If um, if I fancy a bit of a cheap meal at the weekend, the worst I'm going to go is like a full-on roast dinner or something like that. I'm not going to go mm. absolutely crazy. But yeah, um, that's it. Yeah, six-day 
body part split, which is basically push legs, pull, push legs, pull. And um, I'm loving that. It's, it is something I'm actually starting to really enjoy. I used to hate training six days a week, but now I actually prefer it. So yeah, it's good. What about you? I know what you're doing. So I am training, yeah, five days a week. You've seen the plan Excuse as me. well, I imagine. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, so I, yeah, I'm training five days a week, uh, trying to at least, but I'm not just, I'm training five days a week, but some days I'm tr- doing double sessions. So I'm doing strength and conditioning is the main thing. So Monday squats, Tuesdays overhead press and overhead pull. Um Wednesday is full body, Thursday's deadlifts, and Friday's bench. But on a Thursday, I also do an hour of calisthenics afterwards. I'm going to try and do the same thing on a Monday as well. And I might do a mobility session on a Friday afterwards because I am tight as fuck. So going to do a mobility. And I want to be able to do the splits. And the coach at the gym said she'd write me a splits plan. So... That would be mega fun. Um, also, you've frozen, so I don't know if you can hear me. Oh, you're not there. Oh, okay, guys. We'll just give it two seconds because Jack has disappeared. Sorry about that, guys. I had some technical issues. So my training at the moment, I'm doing strength and conditioning five days a week. Uh, Monday squats. Tuesday is overhead push and overhead pull. Wednesday is full body. Thursday is deadlifts. And Friday's bench, but on a Thursday, I do calisthenics after deadlifts, and I'm going to try and do that on a Monday as well. And I'm probably going to do some mobility on a Friday because I'm getting mega tight. But the air trainer wants to go help me get the splits, which is funny. So I'm going to do that. Um, I was used with deadlifting the day with um, Apollon wheels, you know, like the um, carriage. Oh, plate. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw cool. them last night. So I, I went and visited Josh's gym last night, and it is a nice freaking gym mm-hmm. that I walked in there. I was salivating. It, it, they've got so much good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is. How, a cool are you, how are you gym. finding it with the wheels? Like, what's uh, so? I, a lot of people. It's just like I doing find, a rack pull. Yeah, it is, isn't it? So I, mm-hmm. I think a, some people they struggle with um, with either. The, the things like the wheels on or a block pull or a rack pull because they don't understand where to have the hips in relation mm. to the bar for the tension um so i guess yeah it's the same as like an axle it is pretty much an axle deadlift isn't it when you're using those wheels mm-hmm. how much do they weigh i yeah. didn't see 20 each they weigh 20 kilos mm. so it's it's not too bad but yeah no it's good um but i'm really enjoying it i feel like i'm starting to get a bit stronger again um i was you seeing like triple press- figures with your deadlift Fuck off, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, single arm push pressing 45 kilos easy for reps the other day. I'm going to try the 50 kilo dumbbell um, ooh, next week. Ooh, nice. So, yeah, you know, monster. That's good that I wouldn't be able to do that what, right now. I'll tell you what is hard is fucking calisthenics, man. It's is Especially it? now because I'm a little bit heavy at the moment. It's messing me up absolutely mm. messing me up and we did weighted ab wheel today in the snc class and well, weight vest ab- on or no no i just put weight in your back um oh, nice oh, yeah it was, yeah it was brutal <laughs> messed my abs up yeah and i swing in a 60 
four kilo kettlebells oh, just for the fun of it um, how did that feel is that like because i've fine. i've never worked with anything heavier than i think the heaviest i've ever picked up is like a 42 or maybe even a 40 mm-hmm. i'm not sure so mm-hmm. mm. well they've got up to yeah 64 and then um he actually asked me today if i see any that are heavier let him know because he wants to get heavier ones um but uh yeah it's a it's cool it's a cool gym and my goal at the moment is just to keep be consistent, get stronger. I want to be able to do the splits, do a muscle up, do a handstand push up, but without my feet on anything. Nice. Um, and then get my like standard lifts up. I want to be able to like squat two hundred. That would be a good goal. That's that for me is an ultimate goal, and I don't care about mm. going past two hundred. Like mm. again, it's same with a deadlift. I don't. I, I would like to get to two fifty, and I'm really not fussed about getting past that. To be fair. Mm. Um, yeah, Scott would just be nice to be able to do that. One thing I did notice in that gym when I was there yesterday is they've got like the 24-inch crash mats. And I was like, <laughs> I want to practice backflips. Yeah. They that used was... to have a backflip class. Did they? I was like looking at it. And the other one I wanted to practice as well, but I need someone there to slide the mat under me quick, is a wall run backflip. <laughs> just you man put, you put your foot through the wall probably <laughs> yeah i didn't see what kind of walls they were actually that's a good point but yeah i'm sure it'd make it work somehow yeah but, man yeah there's loads you can do there man it's so fun it's such a fun gym it, it's just it's like a giant playground and it's mm-hmm. um I, I would love to do the craft Magar class i know you're like a, a jets guy but i just i love the i love I, when I dunk Krav Maga, I love that stuff. I know it's not as technical or anything like that. It's just full aggression, but it's quite fun. Yeah, um, yeah, I like. I, I just like it. It's a, it's a nice atmosphere, a nice gym. All the mats on the ground. It's just yeah, it's what you'd want. Mm-hmm. I yeah, did ask them when really they put cool. the climbing wall back up though, and they said they're not sure. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be mm, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing they're missing. Um, so yeah, that's our training and everything at the moment, guys. So, mm. um, so cracking on, so going, and uh, soon you'll see Jack running ten miles, which um is like watching Bigfoot. So, I know, don't, running is around. a loose term. Yeah, watch Jack stumble ten miles. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's move on to our study time. And the title of this study time, I just picked it out because it is, is it, I haven't read it yet, so it might be something new. But the st- title of this study time is a bit of a duh title. It's like, yeah, well, <coughs> obviously. But um, I'm going to do it anyway. So new research finds half cardio, half strength training reduces cardiovascular disease risk. Oh, my God. Who wow. would have thought? Who would have Fucking guessed? yeah. So this is from Iowa State University. I'll just um, read for it. Approximately one in three deaths in the U.S. is caused by cardiovascular disease, according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. A robust body of evidence shows that aerobic exercise can reduce risk, especially for people who are overweight or obese. But few studies have compared results with resistance exercise, also known as strength or weight training, or without regimens that are half aerobic and half resistance. Oh, or with workout regimen, sorry. Um, researchers at Iowa State University led one of the longest and largest supervised exercise trials to help fill this gap. Their results, published in the European Heart Journal, indicate that splitting the recommended amount of physical activity between aerobic and resistance exercise reduces cardiovascular disease risks as much as aerobic-only regimens. 
resistance exercise on its own for the same amount of time did not prove the same for heart health benefits when compared to the control group, which, you know, is expected, right? Because you're doing cardio, that's going to affect the heart. But what is it that is affecting the heart? Is it just like not training it or is it just being overweight and obese, right? So Mm -hmm. resistance training is going to help reduce obesity as well as cardio and mixing the two together. You're going to get that work for the heart, but also you're going to increase muscle mass and reduce body fat. So yeah, it makes sense to do them both. And the fact that you can do both at, and it's the same effect as aerobic, which is I think a lot of people wouldn't have realized. So that's that's really, really good. So if you're bored with aerobic exercise and want variety, you have joint pain that makes running long distances difficult. Or st- our study shows you can replace half of your aerobic workout with strength training to get the same cardiovascular benefits. The combined workout also offers some other unique health benefits like improving your muscles. So like the stuff we talk about all the time performing a certain number of reps uh number of sets and repetitions with weight machines free weights elastic bands or your own body weight through push-ups or lunges all fall under resistance exercise one of the most common reasons why people don't exercise is because they have limited time the combined exercise of both cardio and strength training we're suggesting is not more time consuming so they're saying you just have to do half and half um they did this with 406 particip- participants between 35 and 70 years of age enrolled in the one-year randomized controlled exercise trial, all met the threshold for being overweight or obese with the body mass indexes of between 25 and 40 um, and had elevated blood pressure. The researchers randomly assigned participants one of the four groups, no exercise, aerobic only, resistance only, or aerobic plus resistance. Those who were in one of the free exercise groups worked out under supervision for a one hour, three times a week for one year. So it's nothing crazy. Mm. Perfect. One hour, three times a week. Every participant in one of the exercise groups received a tailored workout routine based on their individual fitness levels, health conditions, or progression, which is also great. Those assigned to be interesting for us to see what what those programs were and what kind Mm. of coach was doing it. So Mm -hmm, that'd be interesting. mm -hmm. Every participant participant in one of the exercise groups received a tailored workout routine oh i've already read that those assigned to resistance training were given a certain number of sets repetitions and weights for weightlifting machines with aerobic exercises participants wore a heart rate monitor and inserted a unique exercise program key into a treadmill or stationary bike yeah that's pretty standard Sensing the participant's heart rate, the machine automatically adjusted the speed and grade to match the prescribed intensity. So if you're trying to keep them in zone two, it would it would adjust, make it easier, you know, depending on what zone. Um, Have you used those key machines before? No. Oh, good idea. You just get, so if you join some gyms, they'll give you a key that you plug into every machine, like cardio machine, and it will have yeah, yeah. your work rate put into it already. And they're, they're quite clever. Mm. So... Um, main findings let's get to this bit at the end of the year um, at the end of the year-long trial the percentage of body fat in all three exercise groups had decreased significantly compared to the no exercise control group obviously which is great the authors write in a paper that every one percent reduction on body fat is associated with three to three four and eight percent lower risk of developing cardiovascular disease risk factors of hypertension hypercholesterolemia and metabolic syndrome 
However, taking all four cardiovascular disease risk, risk factors into account, the aerobic and combined exercise groups had lower composite scores than the control group. The results were consistent across gender and age. <clears throat> Over the course of the 12-month study, those in the aerobic-only group continued to improve with the VO2 max test, which is the maximum rate of oxygen consumption attainable during a maximal treadmill test. The resistance-only group stayed relatively flat. The inverse was true for the maximal bench and leg press test for the mus muscular strength. The resistance-only group continued to improve while the aerobic... Yeah, so, you know, specificity, that makes sense. However, the combination exercise group improved both aerobic fitness and muscular strength. Fucking wonderful. So it's all about finding the right dose. Um, mixing it up half and half. I'm not going to read the rest, but... Um, we want to mix it up half and half. If you just want to be healthy, right? You want to do all mm -hmm. of it. There's no running isn't the best. Weights isn't the best. Yes, we talk a lot about weights and strength training because a lot of people are trying to avoid it. So that's what we're trying to do is give people the, the reasons to do it. But if you just want to be an overall healthy person, then have half and half cardio and um, strength. Do you know what I think is going to come into play in the next decade? I, I think this is where AI is going to come into its own, if I'm honest. I think if the studies like this keep on happening, and then let's say there is some sort of AI program that starts putting out programs like what the, um, the researchers here are trying to achieve, where it's specific to the people, all of the while collecting more and more data points. So then the AI has got more to draw from. In a decade's time, probably way less than that, actually, because of how quick AI works, probably in five years' time, I think an AI will actually be the best way for health, especially. Maybe not goal-specific mm. all the time, but for prescribing the right amount for what you need to do to be healthy because it can collate the data and it can sort through it and it can spit something out in a minute, whereas it takes a research team like a year to do it. Yep. A AI thing would be able to do it in real time with no trial and error or very, very little trial and error. Mm. Yep, definitely, definitely. So getting on that, guys, trying to do a little bit of both. Um, mm. But I mean, God, if that AI system does come out, we're, we're you know... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think our job's a lot more about freaking connection, accountability, and connection. Yeah, than mm -hmm. than that. Like, I think even if people do have the AI thing, it'll be okay. Yeah, well, I want a coach to be there with me through it and and take me through proper technique and stuff like that because that's one mm. thing I won't be able to tell you. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's move on, guys, to the hot topic. And my hot topic for today is eight tips to increase your daily movement. That means you're going to be getting nine tips today, guys. That's a lot of tips. So eight tips to increase your daily movement. My result is I want to get you hitting 10,000 steps or more. And um, my drivers are being sedentary is killing people. You know, it's one of the main reasons people get overweight get joint pain or anything is just you we don't want to be sedentary okay and my actions are i'm going to outline eight steps here so here are my eight tips to increase your daily movement jack if you have any to add these are all real fucking random so if you if you have any to add just just put them out there jack but um mm -hmm. i'm gonna go through my eight tips if you go if on. you're happy with that yeah, oh, I well. mean, yeah, you go, you go for your eight tips. I mean, yeah, you know. so tip number one. Um, 
<laughs> Tip number one is do activity upon first waking. Get it in early in the day. Get it in first. Don't leave all of it to the end of the day when you're tired and knackered. Um, and that can consist of many things, right? It could be walking. You could just go out and get walking. Um, doing a workout. So every morning I get up and train at half five in the morning. So get get up and having a workout. It could be a small workout at home. It could be going to the gym and actually training. Um, it could be extracurricular activity, uh, depending on uh, if you're having a I'm good day. I'm guessing you not. mean fucking by that, right? Yeah, are we just talking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong doing it in the morning. Um, or you Absolutely can just go not. fight people. You know, just find yeah. a neighbor and just fight them in the morning. You know, whatever it is. But doing activity on first waking is great, and especially if you can get outside and do it. So there's not not only for the activity aspect but getting outside in the morning and getting sunlight on you is is a good idea it's going to make you feel more energized it's going to make you feel better so do you know who aubrey marcus is aubrey marcus aubrey marcus yeah he is the co-founder of on it with joe rogan but he's not he's he's, um rescinded that position a couple of years ago he doesn't do it anymore anyway he wrote a book a few years ago called the perfect day and in it, he said the perfect start to his day. He was with a woman at the time. They're divorced now. I think they're polyamorous. And it was one of those weird relationships where you could tell she was into it, but I don't think he was. Um, mm. And it's really weird, like the whole way that all played out. But anyway, that woman at the time, they lived together and, and stuff like that. And he said his favorite way to start the day, which is quite interesting because it's the last two points on yours. They would, mm. um, as soon as they woke up in the morning, they would see who could pin each other down because she was a black belt and he was a purple. And they would see who could win, like um, <laughs> who could get each other in a, a jujitsu um, submission yeah, yeah. hold first at the two. And that would inevitably lead to some shagging after that as well. So, yeah. Um, but what, I think that's a good way to start a day to get some activity in, to be honest. If you, know, yeah, yeah. If you and your partner both go to some martial arts class, then have a practice each as soon other. as you wake up on the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah why not? 100% fight each other yeah great so um yeah first activity first thing in the morning that is really going to help especially if you know you're going to have a fairly inactive day getting up first and getting some movement and getting some steps in doing something is a is a great idea and it also it's the best way to wake up since i've been doing so my old way of waking up was really bad i'd get up and have a coffee straight away you know and i'd be like i grog in and go to work now i get up and I don't have time to make a coffee because I I get up like 10 minutes before I need to leave to go to the gym. So I get up, put, clean my teeth, put some clothes on, get in the car and go. And I go to the gym and then I train for an hour and then I come home and have my coffee. And fuck me, I feel miles better. As soon as mm. I finish the gym, I get to the gym and everybody knows now that I'm really not very chatty, first thing. So I get in, <laughs> like, I've got my hat on, hood up. I get on the bike and do my start warming up. And everybody's like, hi, Josh. And I'm like, blah, blah, blah. And at the end of the session, I'm like, I'm fucking loving life because I'm, I've woke up and it's, it's great. So it's genuinely, I can't think of a better way to start the day other than, you know, the other thing. So yeah, it's great. No, I, yeah, I really like that. I think it is such a good idea. I used to train early in the morning. Um, I, I used to really like it. And now I just get up and I move a bit. Um, I come into my gym and just I, I'm moving like I'm, I'm moving from the moment I get up apart from having a poo. That's the only time I'm sitting down. But other than that, yeah, I'm just moving the rest of the time. And it's and then I walk to work as well. So, mm, yeah, that helps. So um, number two, and this is for the office workers. Um, this is for anybody that has a job where they sat down. If you work from home, if you work any person that sits in front of a desk or has a job that's fairly sedentary, 
Um, set movement alarms. Now, there's this new little pr- productivity timer that's going around, and I actually want to get one because I think it's going to really help me. But you can get this little productivity timer you put on your desk and set it to, like, fucking do 30 minutes of work or something. So you can have, get something like that or just set an alarm on your phone or set an alarm on your computer. I generally say you don't really want to be doing much longer than an hour of, like, straight hard work or, or maybe an hour and a half. Um, and then when that alarm goes off you need to get up and move and what i mean by get up and move i don't mean get up and just go make a coffee and then come back and sit down i mean get up and actually walk around walk around Mm -hmm. the office maybe go outside if it's a nice day move around talk to some people actually move um and get try and get a good 10 minutes in it's a really good idea as a lot of people just don't do that then they'll yeah they'll stop work after about an hour, an hour and a half, but they won't actually get any movement in. They'll stop work and maybe just like sit and lounge and talk to somebody or scroll on their phone or, or, or go and get a coffee and just stand there, make the coffee, come back and sit down. So mm-hmm. set movement alarms while you're working. There is a, um, for anyone who's using Windows 11 now, um, which most Windows PCs will be now, um, if you click on the the time and date it now gives you an option to do a focus session and that can be as long as you want it to be and then it will give give you a an automated rest break as well i think it's automatically five minutes but you can change that to however long you want so if you change that to 15 minutes then it will give you a nice time to like go away then come back to your desk and then again click on focus and like Mm. you know if you do if you do what like four 15 minute breaks just throughout the day that's like six thousand steps you'll be able to get in if you're just using that time to walk so it's like you can actually get a lot done in like 10 minute 15 minute increments as well in terms of movement and it's good for your body and it doesn't just have to be walking either it can be like getting on the floor like i remember you just said a few episodes back josh i really liked it it's just like make rolling around on the floor in the office normal like it's just yeah, yeah normalize it it's, it's such a good idea yeah granted most floors probably don't lend themselves to being clean enough to do it but uh, you can do it get into a 90 90 or something like that and mm. just yeah move your limbs in ways that they don't usually usually move yeah definitely so tip number three um, and this is for people who travel to work okay if you travel to work um change up your commute and some some people it's not possible to cycle to work right i understand that so if you can cycle to work or walk to work do that do that for sure so like jack i know you walk to work in the mornings great i used to cycle to work and that's many because i couldn't drive at the time but i mean yeah i used to cycle to work that made a massive difference to my activity levels but if you can walk and cycle to work do that if not change up your commute so what um so if you work for the nhs so my mum works for the NHS, um, then you'll know that the parking is exceptionally expensive, right? It's, it's very expensive for the year for parking. What my mum does, <clears throat> and I think it works out cheaper, is she parks at the nearest park and ride, which is about a mile away from the hospital. Um, and instead of then getting the park and ride bus to the hospital, she just walks. So, yeah. So you can change your commute by, if you have the ability to, park a little bit further away than what you would do um, rather than just parking outside. Park a little bit you further away. You don't so have you to pay for the park and ride. So they make the money from uh, the, from people using uh, the park and ride. So, yeah, it's, I used to do the same thing. Apart from I was lazy bus and actually used a park and ride, but I would park there because yeah. I worked in a building next door to the hospital. And it was, yeah, it's great. 
Yeah. So any any kind of way you can change up commute that increases your activity. So if you if you can walk to work, great. If you can cycle to work, even better. I would. I the only say reason I say even better because it's a bit quicker. Um, if you live in a big not, city, guys, this is really easy. Like if you live in a big city, yeah. simply get off two tube stops earlier or two bus stops yeah, earlier, yeah. and then walk the rest of the way. It's it, like mm. it's. Yeah, I know most people are running late on time, but it's just, again, it's only an extra 10 minutes. Just get it done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's another way of increasing your movement on a daily. So number four, when you go shopping, and I've said this before and I'm going to say it again, park at the back of the car park. Don't park as close as you can to the shop. Wherever mm-hmm. you go shopping, park as far away as you can so you have to walk further. Um, if you're going into town, Park in the car park at the edge of town. One, the car park, that car park's cheaper anyway. You know what I mean? Um, and then mm-hmm. you've got to get a bit of a walk in. I always do it. Rachel hates it. I always park at the end of the car park in Asda and done walk in rather than parking right close because it's not really going to make any difference, but it's going to make difference to my steps. It's going to yeah. get me moving more. Yeah. Over the duration of a year, that is like uh, I've definitely a few probably a tens of thousands of steps if you're going shopping like a few times a week so mm. if you're not then it's still going to make it like a few hundred a week so yeah definitely and just those just those tiny little things add up yep now tip number five and this is for all you people who love lifts uh, elevators if you're in america i guess do they call them an elevator in america um i guess so yeah hmm. um take the fucking stairs <laughs> don't jump on the escalator take the stairs man and if you're a real if you're a real machine you want to be an absolute boss take the stairs two at a time <laughs> that's impressive for josh as well he's so tiny yeah. like he has to get his knees above his actual hip crease to be able to take two at a time so that's mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you know that's, at least that's i have the mobility stuff. to lift my knees up like you know that's Why do you like think i don't have mobility i don't get this like <laughs> yeah my mobility yeah, yeah, yeah. is yeah. legendary oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um yeah take the stairs and take the stairs two at a time if you can definitely is going to make a huge difference you don't need to jump in a lift and even even if you're on the 15th floor then you're going to get an absolute beast just do it just don't or even if you only do it at the start of the day and then take the lift at the end of the day at least you've done it at least once have you seen um have you seen skyscraper marathons no but it's so fucking awful don't know if that's what it's called, but there are there's cities that run these events. Basically, instead of running along roads, you run up the entire stairwell of skyscrapers Oof. and back down. However many times it takes to complete the the given distance, that was suck, oh, man. God no. Mm. There is some. There is some like that in there. It's just a marathon, and it's all incline. It's just. <laughs> it's just full incline. I'm just going to see if I can find it quick because I know it's a thing. I just don't know what it's called. Tower running is called. Tower, Tower running, running is a sport that involves running up tall man-made structures. Usually, the races take place on internal staircases with skyscrapers. Man, yeah. Well, there you Tower go. Run challenge. Oh, oh, forty-two floors. <laughs> <Yeah>. gross. <laughs> That's gross. In London, right? Oof. Well, there, yeah. Maybe you should sign mm. up to that after your ten-mile race. No, thank you. I'm gonna decapitate my leg. Decapitate. I'm gonna take off my legs after a ten-mile <laughs> yeah, race. Do it. So, tip number six: 
every time you eat your meal, do a 10 minute walk. Now, this is a Stan Efferding favorite. If you don't know who Stan Efferding is, he, was, uh, he calls himself the world's strongest bodybuilder. He's a pro bodybuilder. He invented the vertical diet, um, done loads of stuff. And he used to do rhino talks um, on his YouTube channel where he'd, he'd go for a 10 minute walk and chat shit about something to do with fitness. Um, but 10 minute walks after every meal is a real good thing to do so if you, every time you eat go for a 10 minute walk not only is it going to help with your movement it's also going to help with your digestion and and stuff along those lines and jack just sent me a link for the red bull vertical marathon um <laughs> in chicago which looks fucking awful so, <laughs> so if wants not only to is that, it a marathon but it's got it's a six mile long loop which includes the four highest skyscrapers in chicago willis tower trump international Aeon or Aeon Center and the Jan Han- John Hancock Tower. Well, wow, love yeah. it. Yeah. Um, uh, no, yeah, Josh, I, I love the ten-minute walk thing. I, I think it is mm. such a great thing. I was actually having a conversation with a client earlier on today, and I'm trying to get her to increase her step count because um, she's recently retired. Uh, naturally become a bit more inactive about it and her daughter was having like saying yeah jack don't don't listen to any of us shit she's not doing as much as what she's telling you so i was like right okay Ooh. um so i was like okay i want 10 minute walk four times a day um after you've eaten would be the best thing and yeah just just get at least six thousand steps in for me 10 minutes is gonna get r- roughly about 1500 steps so it's mm. uh yeah it's a good goal to go for definitely it's a good idea so, number seven, if you watch TV in the evening, do some mobility while you watch. Move mm. around. You don't have to lounge out on a sofa. Get on the floor, roll around, do some mobility, do some stretching, do some movement sequences, sit in a squat, something like that. Yeah, it's not movement as such. You're not, like, getting your steps in, but it is It is beneficial and it is going to burn a little bit of calories. It's going to get you moving a little bit. So, if you watch TV in the evening, do some mobility while you watch. There's no reason why you have you can't just sit in a squat and stretch out while you're watching the TV. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I think 90, 90 is a perfect position for watching the TV in. Cause mm. you can just, you can just arrange yourself to be in a position where you can see the TV sit in the 90, 90. Uh, for those of you who don't know what 90, 90 is, you're sitting on your tailbone and your legs are basically 90 degrees all around. So it's like, um, <laughs> it's like half a swastika <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> your legs are making yep. um around you so yeah it's it's really easy to get into if you start like um if you start in a teddy bear sitting position with knees already bent at 90 degrees and then you just flop your knees sideways and then you're basically drawing two boxes with your legs and it's just a really good way to mobilize your hips and if you're not mobile at all, you're going to cramp pretty much immediately, which just tells mm. you you need to do it more and you need to be able to work into that position quite well. But it's a great stretch. But any stretch will do, even if you're just sitting there, like you said, in a squat, um, in like a, a deep lunge position as well, just slowly moving through it, getting some rotation in, doing windshield wipers, using your core to, to control yourself. All great exercises. Mm. Yep, definitely. All wonderful. So mobility while you watch TV in the evening, guys. It's great. Now, number eight, um, and this is a bit of a silly one, but if you want to get moving more, this helps. Uh, get a dog. Yeah. 
Oh, in Jack's case, get get free and a missus who's a dog walker. <laughs> no, because I don't walk the dogs, so it doesn't, oh, yeah, actually, true, yeah. it doesn't get me more moving in. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, again, the same client I talked about doing a ten minute walk with. It's like, also, yeah, get get a dog. Like, why not? You're retired. Mm. It's perfect. Like, what? It's the it's the perfect perfect opportunity to be able to to do it. She's actually brought up the subject. Her her dog passed away a few years ago, and um, oh, she's best. like, yeah, I think it might be time to have another one. So I was like, yeah, do it. Like, it's for you 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 need to be moving like it's Mm. it's good for you yeah definitely get a dog definitely so a dog will help you move more um that there are my eight tips there are my eight tips for moving more yeah Mm. they will get you moving more if you implement them and i know they're a bit weird and random but they actually do work so these are all when i've one more in one more bonus one if that's right yeah oh yeah go on number nine go to the gym Oh yeah, if I can do just do that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. Go to the gym, like yeah, go to the gym mm. three to five times a week. That is going to get your daily movement up as well, and it's you Wonderful. know strength train. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sweet. So I'll quickly run through more. Uh, number one, do activity upon first waking. Number two, if you work in an office, set movement alarms. Number three, change up your commute. Number four, park at the back of the car park. Number five, take the stairs and two at a time if you're a machine. Number six, do a 10-minute walk after every meal. Number seven, if you watch TV in the evening, do some mobility while you watch. Number eight, get a dog. And number nine, go to the gym. Yes. Boom. Now, Jack, what do you call a man who cries when he masturbates? Josh. (laughs) (laughs) A tearjerker. (laughs) <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> it's actually quite good. <laughs> yeah, I'm here all day. So, uh, yeah. Good. So, guys, nice. you can find us at the RDA Strength System on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. You can also find our Facebook podcasting group, The Lifting Lounge, if you want to ask us any questions. We are on YouTube, The Lifting Lounge Podcast, and we are also on LinkedIn, Jack. Uh, Buffery and Josh Parkin. Oh, and check out our website, www.therdasystem.com if you want to sign up to our amazing fitness app. Fuck to the air, guys. Leave likes, reviews, comments, share the shit out of us, hit the notification bell, never miss an episode because we like giving you the real shit. This has been episode Mm. 112. We will see you Thursday for episode 113. Until then, ladies and gentlemen... Goodbye for now. Boom. Bye.